I just thank you. Paul said, if Jesus did not resurrect from the dead, he said, we are of all men most miserable. We are of all men, of all men most miserable if Jesus was not raised from the dead. But we thank you, Father, because you raised Jesus back to life. In the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 24, the Bible says, God raised him from the dead, for it was impossible for death to hold him down. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Because you resurrect, we also resurrect. Because you came back to life, we also move back from death into life. Because you walk from darkness into light, we also we move from darkness into light. Oh, we thank you, Father. We give you praise. What an amazing love. What a gracious love that you have shown to us. We are grateful, Father. We thank you, Lord. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be praised. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We magnify you. We give you all of the worship and all of the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshiped. All right, let's put our hands together for the Lord this morning. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. We're going to be preaching together all through. Praise God this morning. Praise God. I want to welcome all of us to church once again. Uh, this morning is Easter Sunday. Uh, it's the moment that we celebrate the resurrection of our King. Glory be to God. Paul said, if Jesus was not raised from the dead, he said, then we will have been of all men most miserable. What that simply means is that if Jesus did not raise from the dead, then what we believe in will have been like every other person. Glory be to God. I told us the other day that Muhammad died is yet to resurrect. Abdul Rushin died is yet to resurrect. Every one of those founders in court of all of those religions, they are dead, but they are yet to resurrect. Glory be to God. If you get to where they laid them, you will find their bones there. But when you go to the tomb of Jesus, where they laid him, Jesus is no longer there. Jesus is alive. Come on, somebody shout, Jesus is alive. Oh, come on, I can't hear you. Come on, go ahead and say, Jesus is alive. Oh, go ahead and say, Jesus is alive. Oh, say like you mean it, Jesus is alive. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, why don't we go ahead and jam our hands together for the Lord one more time. Oh, this morning, our God is alive. Our Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Amen. All right. I want us to bow our heads to the Lord and just say a short word of prayer and say, Father, this morning you will speak to me from your word. You will speak to me. You will bless me. You will lift my soul. You will lift my spirit. Open your mouth and pray for yourself this morning. Whenever you need healing in your life, healing will be made available. Wherever you need deliverance, deliverance will be made available. Oh, come on, pray this morning. Libraando sukubadi asham. Libraando koshakata branda tasavatala dodi. Libraando koshakatele bonda radaya. 
Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, open your mouth, pray for yourself, and say, Father, Lord, this morning you will speak your word into my life, a word of time, a word of lifting, a word of encouragement. You will speak your word over my life. You will bless my soul. You will lift my soul. You will deliver me. You will heal me. You will save me. You will move me forward. You will take me forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, all I've come to receive this morning is a word. From one word from you can change my life forever. From one word from you can break the chains and the fetters. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We magnify you. We give you praise and glory in Jesus. By the name we have prayed. Let somebody say loud, amen. All right, let's pick up our Bibles as we go into the word of God this morning. And I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. The book of Romans chapter 8. And I want us to turn to verse 11. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. The book of Romans chapter 8, verses 11. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Now, it says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I want us to read it together this time around. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Are you there? Come on, I can't hear you. Are you there? Alright, let's read now one to go. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by spirit that dwelleth in you. Can we read it one more time together? One to go. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by spirit that dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right, I know that this morning is Resurrection Sunday. It's a time where we celebrate the resurrection of our King. But you will realize that the topic that we're looking at for the month is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And we began this interesting journey into the study of the person of the Holy Spirit by looking at the book of Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15 where he says until the spirit be poured on us from on high he said the wilderness will become a fruitful field and the fruitful field will become a forest in other words until there's an outpouring of the spirit everything is going to remain the same nothing is going to change the wilderness will remain wilderness every situation will remain the same until there's an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And I took us to the book of Genesis chapter 1 where we saw what Isaiah was saying. 
because whenever there's a movement of the spirit of God something is about to change if there's death life is about to come in if there's lack abundance is about to come in I somebody with me if things are not happening when the spirit of God comes in things are about to begin to happen so we saw in Genesis chapter 1 that God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness covered the face of the deep. But the Bible recorded that the Spirit of God was moving where? Over the face of the deep. Then God began to declare, let there be light and there was light. Let the darkness be separated from the darkness. Let the light, like time be called day let the darkness be called night and the evening and the morning where the first day then god began to speak these words now i strongly believe that the reason why those things were happening was because the spirit of the lord was moving over the face of the deep don't forget isaiah chapter 32 verse 15 until the spirit be poured on us from on high until there's an outpouring of the spirit we are going to remain the same things are not going to change is somebody following me now remember i also spoke to us i think on thursday about the personality of the man called peter peter was shy he couldn't stand before a little girl to testify that he knows jesus he was afraid he was scared of what will happen to him so when the little girl said you look like one of his disciples immediately peter denied and said i don't know him i've not met him before he denied jesus but when acts chapter 2 came and there was an outpouring of the holy ghost while the people that were gathered were confused peter was the one that stood up in the midst of them glory be to god the same Peter who was shy, the same Peter who could not stand a little girl, stood up before multitudes of people and began to recount to them that this is the fulfillment of the prophecy of the prophet Joel. That in the last days that God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That the young men will see visions. The old men will dream dreams. That even the servants will partake of this outpouring that the God is going to be doing on the face of the earth. And the Bible recorded that 3,000 people were saved with that simple message that was preached by the man called Peter. Now imagine the same Peter that was shy. The same Peter that was not bold for Jesus. Was the one who stood up after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Listen to me. Whenever there is a movement of the Spirit of God. Things will definitely change. Is somebody hearing me? Come on, is somebody hearing me? Oh, I'm only hearing my wife talk back to me. I said, is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Whenever there's a movement of the Spirit of God, definitely things are going to change. And that brings us quickly to the scripture that we read in Romans chapter 8 verse 11. He says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he said that he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Glory be to God. Now if you sit down critically and look at this verse 11 of Romans chapter 8, 
you will find out that there was only one way in which God could bring life back into the body of Jesus. Oh, come on, is somebody listening to me? The Bible says, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus back to life. So if I'm going to ask you, who raised Jesus back to life? Oh my God, come on, talk to me. Who raised Jesus back to life? It was God that raised him up, but God used the instrumentality of his spirit. The same way the spirit operated in Genesis chapter 1 was the same way the spirit was in operation at the resurrection of Jesus. Oh my God, listen to me, listen to me. When you read from Genesis to Revelation, you will find out that a lot of dead bodies were raised back to life. Are you listening to me? A lot of dead were raised back to life. Even in the Old Testament, dead men came back to life. Are you hearing me? There was a woman who had a child who the prophet prophesied and said, you know what? You are going to have a child according to the time of life. Then that child one day suddenly woke up and shouted, my head, my head. And before the mother could do anything, the boy was dead. Before the mother could say, what's happening to you? Do I get Panadol? Do I get this? The child was dead. And they ran quickly to the prophet to tell the prophet that the child was dead. The prophet said, no, it cannot be. Then he gave his staff to Gehazi and said, go lay this staff on the boy. And the boy will come back to life. Gehazi went there and still the boy did not come back to life. Until the prophet went to the house of that woman. And the Bible says the prophet had to lay down on the boy. As he laid down on the boy and declared life into him. The boy shot back to life. Is somebody following me? Oh, I want you to look at your neighbor right now and tell your neighbor there was a contact. Uh, come and tell your neighbor there was a contact. Come and tell your neighbor there was a contact. Come and tell your neighbor there was a touch. Tell your neighbor there was a touch. Tell your neighbor there was a touch. In other words, that boy would not come back to life until the flesh of the man of God comes in contact with the boy. Are you hearing me? There was also another instance in the Old Testament where the Bible recorded that you see Israel at that point in time was under siege. They were fighting wars. Now the prophet Elisha was already dead. Now they buried, you know in those days they don't bury people like we bury them these days where you dig the ground and all of that and you put them and you cover it. You dig a tomb and in that tomb you lay the dead body. Glory be to God. That's how they bury people in those days. So, during that particular war, there was a family who lost one of their brethren. And while they were trying to go to bury the body secretly, are you following me? They were carrying the body secretly. They wanted to go bury the body secretly. Then the Amorites began to come. War rose up again. And out of fear, you understand what I'm saying? They took the dead body and they saw a hole somewhere and they chewed the body through that hole now interestingly the hole where they chewed the body in was the tomb of the prophet called elisha elisha's bones were there it means that elisha had died a very long time ago are you listening to me he had died a very long time ago so somehow there was a hole created in that tomb so when they saw that hole their mindset was that let's push our brother in through this hole then when the wars come that we will come back and get the body and do the proper funeral glory be to god 
but the bible says immediately they pushed that body through that hole and the body landed on the floor or maybe when they laid the prophet elijah there was a contact between the dead body and the bones of elijah and that dead body came back to life immediately look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor there was a contact oh come and tell your neighbor there was a contact say like you mean it there was a contact they tell your neighbor like you mean it there was a contact so with that contact that body shot back to life so the brothers thought they were going to come back for a dead body but they received their dead back to life because there was a touch between elijah the bones of elijah and the dead body is somebody hearing me Oh, in the time of Jesus, there was a time that a little girl was about to be buried. And while they were proceeding to go and bury, Jesus met them on the way. And he raised the girl back to life. Glory be to God. He called the girl back to life. Ladies, are you still with me? He laid, he laid his hands on the girl. And the girl came back to life. Tell your neighbor there was a contact. Come and tell your neighbor there was a contact. Say like you mean it, there was a contact. Now you will remember this very interesting one, which is the most popular one, the man called Lazarus. Lazarus died. And they came to Jesus and they said, now before Lazarus died, they came to Jesus and they said to Jesus that Lazarus, the one whom thou lovest, is sick. And Jesus said to them that don't worry. This sickness is not going to be unto death. Then the people left. And the Bible said that Jesus continued to teach. It's interesting, it was as if nothing happened. It was as if he didn't get any news. And you see, every time I read that scripture, or every time I think about that scripture, you see, what comes to me is this. You see, when I receive a news about a loved one being sick, one of the things that I do is that I try to tidy up whatever it is I am doing to go attend to that person. Yes or no? Come on, talk to me. Yes or no? That's what comes to you. Whatever it is you're doing. But the Bible recorded that Jesus continued to teach in that place. It was as if nothing happened. It was as if they didn't give him any news. And interestingly, the Bible says when the people came to him, they did not tell him that Lazarus is sick. They laid emphasis to it. And what was the emphasis? Lazarus, the one whom thou lovest. That means it's not that Lazarus, but the one whom you love. And this man is sick. And one would have thought that Jesus would quickly round up and run to the house of Lazarus. But instead, he continued to teach. And he taught in that place for several days after he got the news. And that's why I, I believe that sometimes, you see, we're so impatient that we begin to think that the moment we cry out to God is the moment he will show up for us. Oh, somebody did not hear what I just said. Sometimes we feel like that's when about when I cry out to God, he's supposed to show up. But sometimes it happens like it happened to Lazarus. Lazarus, in other words, was crying out to the voice of the people he sent. Crying out for his savior. But his savior did not show up the moment that Lazarus needed him. But Jesus already said that this sickness is not going to be unto death. If it's not working, maybe we should leave it. Glory be to God. 
I don't know our system is just somehow this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. So please help us, help us manage it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, you would think that Jesus will attend to him immediately. But he did not. He did not go there immediately. Now, until the time that Lazarus died, then they came back and they said to a master, you don't even need to bother to come. Don't, don't worry again. Lazarus is already dead. I mean, he's, he's dead like dead, dead. There's no need for you to come again. And Jesus said to them that Lazarus is not dead, but Lazarus is what? He's sleeping. In other words, no matter how bad your situation may look, it is but a light thing in the sight of God. Oh, did you hear what I just said? No matter how bad your situation may be, no matter how terrible your circumstance may be, it is only but what? A light thing in the sight of God. I mean, how would you call death sleeping? And he said, let's go and what? And wake him up. And the Bible said that the disciples of Jesus, they thought that really, that truly, Lazarus was sleeping. That was what they thought. Not until they got to the house of Lazarus. And they realized when they saw the mourners, the people who were crying, Mary was crying, Martha was crying, everybody was mourning. And they realized that, ah, Jesus, who told us that this guy is sleeping. But this guy is not... <laughs> This guy is already dead. In fact, they told them that they had buried him three days ago. Which means that day that Jesus came was the fourth day. Are you listening to me? The Bible said Lazarus had been dead for four days. And for four days, they have embalmed his body. They have dug the tomb. And they have put Lazarus behind the tomb. Lazarus was already dead. And by the time they brought the news to Jesus, Jesus said he's not dead, but he's sleeping. But before he got to the house of Lazarus, Lazarus had been buried for four days. Somebody say four days. Oh, come on, somebody say four days. Come on, somebody say four days. Oh, come on, somebody say four days. And you know the interesting thing about burial in those days? When they bury people in the tomb, one of the things they do, they roll a stone against the tomb to cover up the stone. That's what they do. And Jesus said, right about now, I am here. Uh, because, you see, at the point in time, uh, Mary began to doubt Jesus. Because when Jesus said that they should roll away the stone, uh, Mary said, we can't do that right now. We cannot do that right now uh, because you see my brother has been dead for four days right now and Jesus said oh my god it looks as if you have forgotten uh, that I told you uh, that I am the resurrection uh, and I am the life uh, you see I am not a resurrection uh, I am not just a life uh, I am the resurrection uh, and I am the life uh, you know it will interest you because Mary uh, looked at Jesus and said all right I agree you are the resurrection and you are the life I know and I know that on the last day you will raise my brother up in other words Mary was postponing a miracle I don't know who is here this morning you came in with a body you came
came in with a passion something is going on in your life and you came for this resurrection service and you're looking at your situation and your circumstance as beyond something that God can do and you're saying yes I know God is able maybe we'll do it next week or maybe we'll do it next year maybe it will happen in the next five years oh but Jesus is saying that this is the day that every of the dead things in your life that is good is coming back to life oh my god I thought I would hear loud amen oh today is the day that every good thing in your life will resurrect oh today is the day that every good thing in your marriage will resurrect oh come on somebody say amen to that oh today is the day that everything good in your business will resurrect oh it's not going to be tomorrow it's going to be right now oh come on somebody shout right now come on somebody shout right now somebody shout right now oh my god I did not say you should say right now I said shout right now oh come and tell your neighbor it's happening right now tell your neighbor it's happening right now all the good things are coming back to life tell your neighbor the good things are coming back to life oh my god is I see people are sleeping why don't you rise up walk up to 10 people and tell them every good thing in your life is coming back to life every good thing in your life is coming back to life every good thing every 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 good thing every good thing in your life is coming back to life every good thing in your life is coming back to life make sure you count make sure the number is not less than 10 or move around if you want to oh it's coming back to life 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 in your marriage it's coming back to life in your ministry it's coming back to life it's coming back to life in the name of Jesus oh you may be seated in God's presence Jesus said to him I am the resurrection and I am the life and Mary said to Jesus I know you are the resurrection and the life and I know that on the last day you will raise Lazarus up and Jesus said oh my God have I not told you that if thou wouldest believe that thou wouldest see the glory of God listen to me there's something about our belief system that draws to us what our what we are believing God for let me say that again there's something about our belief system that draws to us that which we are believing God for you see in the now you may not see it but if you will stay believing irrespective of what you see irrespective of what you will hear irrespective of facts that is on ground eventually what you are believing God for will definitely show up oh did you hear what I just said the Bible says Abraham staggered not in faith at the promises of God you know the word stagger the word stagger means to you know to I mean you're not you're not you're not stable 
you understand you know abraham abraham saw the promise of god and he did not stagger in other words he was standing firm he believed that that which god has said will come to pass irrespective of the condition of his body irrespective of the deadness of sarah's womb he staggered not at the promise of god the bible now recorded in romans chapter 4 that every day abraham wakes up giving glory to god i mean how would you be giving glory to god for something that has not come how would you be giving glory to god for something that scientifically in the natural it doesn't look as if it's going to happen sarah your wife who god said the child will come through has passed through the stage of menopause even you your own body is, is dead is weak and yet you wake up every day and you give glory to god and you say god i thank you because my son is coming thank you god because you promised me seed and the seed is on his way and somebody who is an unbeliever will definitely come around and say what are you talking about what you're thanking god for cannot happen again not in your lifetime it cannot happen again but abraham staggered not at the promise of god even though all the facts were staring at him in the face the facts were there the evidences were there scientifically it has been proven that at that age abraham cannot father a child again that even if it will happen by mistake or by summer it's not going to be through sarah it will be through somebody else but abraham stayed believing and jesus turned to mary and said have i not told you that if thou wouldest believe that thou wouldest see the glory of god in other words if we stay believing we will see the glory of god oh did you hear what i just said we can't see it yet but we believe it we can't feel it yet but we believe it we cannot even touch it as it were yet but we believe that it's going to happen jesus said i have told you i have told you that if thou wouldest believe that thou wouldest see the glory of god then he told them to roll away the stone then he looked at she looked at him again and said master we can't roll away the stone he's been dead for four days by now now as i'm talking to you Lazarus is already stinking by now by now he's already stinking how many of you heard on the news about the guy in, was he in Naja who wanted to use his fiance for money ritual did you hear about it he was meant to sleep with the dead body for six days then he will blow praise God he killed the girl in his house the first day praise God so he will come sleep with the dead body and by the time you know because he couldn't stay in the same house with the dead body he rented an hotel so he will go sleep in the hotel then in the morning maybe at night i don't know when he does it he comes back sleep with the dead body went back by the third fourth day the body was already smelling and neighbors were already wondering what's happening here what's smelling what's this terrible smell he brought all the air freshener he bought isal they said when the police got there they saw cans of isal everything because he was meant to sleep with that dead body for six days they said it was a nurse from the next compound that now describe this thing that is smelling from my experience as a nurse it's not this a corpse that is smelling it's not dead rat it's not anything in like in Aja here is this not dead it's not rat it's not dead. this is a corpse of a person smelling then they called in the police that was on the fifth fifth day oh on the sixth day he has completed it and they said that you know his apartment he had a corridor 
that was just you know immediately you step into the corridor there was a next the next compound was a was a was a fallow ground they've not built on it but they fenced it so he had paid somebody money to go and dig a grave just behind that fence so that on the sixth day he would just carry the dead body and throw it then that one catches it and buries it and that's the end but he had done what he wanted to do on the sixth day when the police arrived and they saw the dead body they saw everything and they said even at the police station he was telling them that they should calm down that they should take six million that his money has already arrived that we give them six million that why, why are they bothered six million and just died your case but i guess the dpo said no way we're not dying anything give us six million we may collect it but we're not dying anything glory be to god so there's a point that a dead thing begins to decay how many of us have ever experienced or lived in a house where you just started smelling this this terrible smell a dead rat and you started looking for it as in that thing can be terrible how many of you have experienced it lift your hands up and you looked and looked and looked and looked and looked if i think there was a time that we didn't even see that rat till the smell went away because after the body has decomposed to a point my god has acted on it and everything he stopped smelling you understand we didn't smell it again it was one day maybe we we're packing something that we now saw it so the duration of the smell was completed <laughs> glory be to god you understand what i'm saying he said to jesus by now lazarus is thinking oh don't let us don't let us open it he's dead if you had come earlier maybe lazarus would not have died how many of us have been in such a situation that you are in maybe right now and you're thinking maybe god arrived earlier maybe we'll have been able to salvage the situation but right now the situation is so bad the situation is so terrible that even god cannot do anything again about it that was what mary was telling Jesus. if you had come earlier maybe my brother will not have died but right now he's dead and there's nothing but jesus said to her roll away the stone and can i just quickly say to somebody this morning whatever it is that is going on in your life that you have rolled the stone against oh i'm going to say to you this is the moment to roll away that stone because you see the voice of god is about to come out and as the voice of god comes out everything good you know i've said it earlier everything good in your life that is dead is going to come back to life oh you didn't hear what i just said i said everything good that is dead in your life is going to come back to life in the name of the lord jesus and lazarus jesus stood after they rolled the stone and he shouted lazarus the bible says jesus gave a cry lazarus and the one who was dead head how does a dead man hear the one who was dead heard and he came out of the grave you see of all the dead deaths in scripture that are spoken to us about what did i say happened there was a what 
a contact. But even in the case of Lazarus, there may not have been a physical contact. But Jesus was there. Somebody was there to call Lazarus out of the grave. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody was there to call him out of the grave. But you see, when he came to the turn of Jesus, in Romans chapter 8, verse 11 that we read, the Bible says, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in your mortal body. In other words, the resurrection of Jesus did not happen with any form of contact. Oh, is somebody hearing me? Come on, is somebody hearing me? Because you see, oh my God, you see, when they killed him, when they murdered him, when he was crucified on the cross and they brought him down, the Bible says Joseph of Arimathea gave his tomb, the tomb he had dug for himself. Because people do that in those days, they dig their own tomb before they die, and they say, When I die, this is where you will bury me. The Bible says that Joseph of Arimathea was a rich man and he had dug his own tomb and told people when I die this is where I want to be buried that when they heard that Jesus was crucified he gave up his tomb for Jesus to be buried and you see that singular act was also another prophecy being fulfilled because the Bible says when they are going to lay him they are going to lay him among the rich oh are you hearing me so when Joseph said take the tomb and bury him that was another prophecy that was being fulfilled so they buried him there but the pharisees were not satisfied they went to Pilate again and they said you know what this man you have talked about I mean this man you have crucified for us he said on the third day he will resurrect and you see there's a possibility that any of the disciples may go there to steal his body and they will begin to say that he has resurrected so to prevent that can you command that the stone that will be rolled against the storm will be a very heavy one and the bible says soldiers when the one who came roman soldiers gathered together and rolled this massive stone against the tomb of jesus so that even if he resurrected inside the grave he will not be able to come out oh are you hearing me there may be hunger we kill him or test we kill him there but they wanted to be sure that he does not resurrect beyond the heavy stone they also instructed can you allow some soldiers all to be there by the tomb so that beyond the stone there will also be soldiers to guide and ensure that Jesus does not come out also there was no way anybody could go there to say I want to lay hands or sleep on Jesus like the prophet did for that child in the Old Testament there was no way anybody will say I have the bones of the prophet Elisha let me go and lay it on him there was no way anybody could go there and say I am going to call him and he will come out of the grave but the Bible said he the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead in other words there was no contact there was no calling the spirit just moved into the tomb and raised Jesus from the dead oh my God Isaiah chapter 32 
verse 15 until the spirit be poured on us from on high then the wilderness will become a fruitful field when there's an upholding of the spirit all the dead is about to come back to life when there's an upholding of the spirit the dead is about to be raised when there's an upholding of the spirit things are about to change and i sense in my spirit this morning that somebody here you came in with something dead in your life something good that is dead in your life and the power that is here is about to come upon your life and bring that good thing that is dead back to life the spirit of him that raised You know, every time I read scripture, I give pictures to scriptures. That's what I do. So I can imagine a Jesus lying down in that grave. I can imagine in that tomb. On that very day. The first day there was silence all through the tomb. There was no activity. And on the second day, there was no activity. There was silence in the tomb. But on the third day, something happened. There was a visitation to that tomb by the Spirit of God that came into that tomb. There was no contact of any human being. There was no voice of any human being calling him. But there was a visitation of the Spirit. And I can imagine, I can picture it in my mind. Jesus lying down there, dead, and his body was already decomposing. You see, this was a great miracle. Oh, are you hearing me? This was a great miracle. His body probably had already started decomposing. But at the touch of the Spirit, at the visit of the Holy Ghost, this dead body that was there coughed. <coughs> And life shot back into it. There was no body to touch him. There was no body to call him like they did all the other dead body. But the spirit visited the tomb. And life shot back into Jesus. And that's the spirit that we're talking about this month. And the Bible says if that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead not another one the same spirit if that same spirit that brought Jesus back from the dead without a touch without a contact without a calling of his name if that same spirit dwells in your mortal body he said that same spirit we quicken Another transition said that same spirit will vitalize your mortal body. It will quicken your mortal body. It will improve your mortal body. There will be improvement within your system. If that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Listen to me. This spirit got into the tomb and raised him back to life. And I believe that as there's going to be an outpouring here this morning your life 
is going to transform oh you didn't hear what i just said i said your life is going to transform your life is going to change i said your life is going to transform your life is going to change for when it comes things does not remain the same for when it comes things don't remain the same for when it shows up things changes oh people move from death to life when it comes oh people move from lack into abundance when it comes oh people move from sorrow into joy when it comes oh somebody here you are about to move i said you are about to move i said you are about to move oh come and tell your neighbor i'm getting ready to move oh tell your neighbor i'm getting ready to move oh tell your neighbor i am getting ready to move out of shame i'm getting ready to move out of death i'm getting ready to move out of pain i'm getting ready to move out of sickness i'm getting ready to move out of failure i'm getting ready to move out of scarcity i'm getting ready to move oh look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready oh my god i can't see people who are ready here uh, because you know what uh, oh when somebody's ready uh, to enter into a game uh, of football uh, he doesn't sit down any longer he's by the field uh, he's jogging uh, he's getting ready uh, he's warming up the people who are not ready uh, they sit down uh, that's what they do but the one who is ready uh, begins to take a jog he begins to run he begins to get ready oh do i have some people who are ready Oh my God, I can't see them. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Somebody shout, I'm ready. Somebody shout, I'm ready. Somebody shout, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. Oh, come on, somebody say, I'm ready. Somebody say, I'm ready. Oh, come on, say, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready. Ready to move from death into life. Ready to move from darkness into light. Ready to move from lack into abundance. Ready to move. I am ready. 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 Oh, yeah. It looks as if I'm the only one that God came into this service for. It looks as if I'm the only one that God came in into this service for. Can I ask again? Are you ready? Yes, oh my God, I can't feel you. I said, are you ready? Yes, I said, are you really, really ready? Yes, oh, come on, if you're ready, go ahead. Shout out, ready! Shout out, ready! Shout, I am ready! ready. Oh, go ahead and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on, pray in the spirit. Oh my God, I wish I can. I wish I can hear you. Oh, come on, pray in the spirit this morning. Oh, I am ready to move. I am ready. Kani ana nasha, kani ana kana nasha, kani akata na na ya, kani akata na na ya. 
Oh, come on, I wish you would pray this morning. I wish you would pray this morning. Oh, this is not an ordinary service. Oh, this is not an ordinary service. This is not just another service. Oh, the Spirit of God is moving in this place. Open your mouth, pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Pratina Nanashina Nanaya. Oh, Shanania Namanania Namakatina Nanaya. Oh, Manadia Nanania Shatania Shatania. Oh, Shatati Barapata Ladaya. Oh, come on, pray, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth. If you can pray in the Spirit, open your mouth and pray in the Spirit. All the power of God is present here. All the glory of God is in this place. All the power of God is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. The anointing of the Lord is in this place. Oh, it's Resurrection Sunday. Everything good in your life that is dead is coming back to life. It's coming back to life. Everything good in your life is coming back to life. And the Open your mouth, pray in the Holy Ghost. Ebradias Shatana, Aliana Danaya, Osatiana. Oh my God, I wish I can just have five people, only five people that will pray intensely here this morning. Only just five people that will forget about the type of clothes they are wearing, that will forget about the kind of air they have made, or that will get lost in the spirit and pray this morning. Oh, Pratalia Shatarabaya. Oh, there's a movement of God's spirit all over this room. Oh, there's a movement of God's spirit all over this room, even all over the internet. There's a movement of the Spirit of God until the Spirit be part of us. Come on, I open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Oh my God, if you're desperate for a change, if you're desperate to move from where you are, engage the Holy Ghost this morning. Oh, Oh, come on, pray, 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 pray. Open your mouth, pray wherever you are. Oh, there's an appalling. Oh, there's an appalling. Oh, there's an appalling. Oh, come on, if you will close your eyes so that you can focus. If you will shut your eyes and stop looking around so that you can focus. There's an appalling. There's an appalling. Oh, there's an appalling. The atmosphere is being steered. The atmosphere is being steered. Your life is being steered. Something is happening here. Something is happening here. Something is happening here. This morning. Oh, yeah, no, man, no, man. Oh, yeah, no, man, no, man. Oh, yeah, no, man, 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 no, Pray, 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 pray,
Oh, come on, pray. Oh, you are moving this morning. You are moving from death into life. You are moving from darkness into light. You are moving from lack into abundance. You are moving from sickness into health. You are moving from lack into wealth. Oh, you are moving from failure into success. Oh, from sickness into wholeness. In the name of Jesus. Oh, the Spirit of God is here. In the Spirit of Him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. That same Spirit will quicken your mortal body. Elias Oh my God, I feel the power of God moving in this place. Oh, I feel the anointing of God moving in this place. Oh my God, oh my God, I don't want you to be like a Jacob. Oh, 